Hour two of Canuck Central. Canuck Central. Jeez. Speaking. Close enough. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, brought to you by Andrew Sherritt Limited, your plumbing and heating wholesaler, a proud family-owned BC company helping local business since 1892. Satyar Shaw with Jamie Dodd. And if you missed the first hour of the show, you can make sure to check it out on the podcast. We got into... David Pasternak potentially being on the trade market, what that means or could mean for J.T. Miller, and the latest on J.T. Miller signing, potentially re-signing with Vancouver, and also Kevin Woodley. So if you missed the first hour, make sure to check out Hour 1 on the podcast. And uh, we are going to talk about the Colorado Avalanche coming up in our next segment. But, Jamie, this is one of our most favorite fun segments we do all week on Canuck Central. Overrated, underrated. We got our guy Josh Elliott Wolf, our producer. He's going to be giving us the topics which have been submitted by our great listeners. Yeah. So first, uh, we'll go to Ray Hat and overrated, underrated. Going after a big name in free agency. Ooh. Okay. I mean, I'll I'll start. I think it's underrated. Okay. People right. always right. you sticker shock. Oh my gosh! No, there's no way they can pay this guy that much money. And look, I get it. Mm-hmm. The Canucks are in a difficult salary cap situation, but theoretically, if you find some other ways to open up some space and you go out and land a big fish, I mean, it, it comes back to what we were talking about, with David Pasternak. Get superstars on your team. Like, yeah. how often does a team really regret paying for a superstar level talent? And you know, even in the Pasternak conversation. Would you rather trade JT Miller for David Posternock and then hand out a big contract or trade JT Miller for futures and then go try to land Philip Forsberg? Something like that, right? Yeah. Where you're still getting that high-end talent and you're getting the assets. I think it's underrated. People are too scared to shell out big money for a big-name UFA. I see that you have uh, bought into the Bick Nazar plan. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Not <laughs> Philip Forsberg and Connor Murphy. The, yeah. the Bick Nazar plan. plan. Yeah. Trade away and sign Philip Forsberg. But you know what? Like, So... It's funny because I made this exact same argument when Eric Carlson was a free agent. And the mistake I made at the time, I remember talking to people and people that knew Eric Carlson. And they said, I love the guy. He doesn't put enough work into his body and taking care of himself and all that sort of stuff. And that's why I would be hesitant to sign Eric Carlson. But I'm like, that's like 27. He's 28. I mean, look at the guy. I mean, he's the best defensive in the league. Look how he skates. At the end of the day, you're talking about elite level talent. And he's been fine. Okay. But is, is he $11.5 million good? And what's been the no. big knock all of a sudden? Not in great shape. The conditioning is not what you expected. To me, if you're betting on anybody in free agency, it should be superstars. But the first thing you got to figure out, how dedicated are they to taking care of themselves? Yeah, that's fair. Next is Glenn. Cons my favorite, Kale McCarr. Overrated or underrated? Overrated, underrated. I mean, properly rated, he's the favorite. If I had to choose one, I would say he's still underrated. Underrated? Right? I mean, he's the odds-on favorite to win the Consmite Trophy. How is that underrated? It's I, I just I think maybe if he wins the Consmite, then we'll go into next year and he'll be overrated. But I still I think at this moment, like if you were just to ask people, okay, name the top three players in the NHL, right? You'd get a lot of Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, and then fill in the blank on the on the next one. How many people would say Kale McCarr right off the top of their head? But I, has he put himself in that discussion? Yeah, but I think that's yeah, I, I get that point. But the betting odds, Kale McCarr, 2.7 for the con smite. Nathan McKinnon, the great Nathan yeah, McKinnon, 2.9. I think we're rapidly 
getting to the point where I, that my argument won't hold any water, but I think still right now, maybe just a, a tad underrated. And you know, well, I, I will say, um, his defensive game in his own zone has actually improved this playoff. I mean, he, he didn't look great in his own zone against the Blues. Not only is he closing on the rush, but defending in his own zone, there's been some improvement. Like, I, I've been impressed. Uh, Goat Colson, the Darnell Nurse contract, overrated, underrated. Ooh, overrated. I mean, I, I, I don't even mind Darnell Nurse, but, man, he's not a $9 million player. It's hard yeah, it's for it one. to be underrated. Yeah, with right. How much he's getting paid. Yeah, I mean the the argument would be that everyone hates it so much that it can't be overrated either, right? That it's kind of properly rated because it gets so much gets so much flack. But I just think the fact that the team gave him the deal, like that, makes it overrated, right? It's an overrated contract. I think it has to be. There's no way around it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd say so. I mean. The only thing you can say about Darnell Nurse is it's unfair to be as critical about his play because he was as injured as sure. he was in the postseason. I think if you're viewing him how he played in the playoffs and say, oh, this guy sucks, that's not the time to judge him. I think we grade guys off like 15 games <laughs> yeah. way too often, but that's fine. Well, Evander Kane's going to get like $12 million now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Bug, Andre Kuzmenko, and the hype around him. Overrated or underrated? Ooh, I'd have to say I have to shade on overrated. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I don't think anybody's underrating Kuzmenko. No, the hype. There's a lot of hype. The hype around these types of players always gets a little out of control. That, that's just how it goes. Yeah. And to say it's overrated, it, look, he could come in and be a legit top six forward. Yeah, that could it, totally happen. But it, it, you can't go in with the expectation that he's going to like move the needle for your franchise. No, and we want we asked Hanson Bianic about him. And he watched them in the KHL, and he said the, the comparison he kind of made was Nikita Gusev. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like he can give you something, but it may not move the needle to that extent. You Who knows? Look, you right? look at just purely like I'm not a scout. I'm not. I'm not. You know, grinding KHL games like our guy Chris Faber is. But you just look at the statistical profile; it doesn't jump out of the page. You don't look at it and say, "Wow, this yeah. guy's going to be a world beer." He could be, but it's probably got to be overrated. Matt Nabby, the NBA playoffs. Whew. Man, I, I love the NBA. Like, I love basketball. I don't have as much time for it nowadays with what we do and everything. But I always make it make a point of not missing many playoff games if I have to record and watch them. They've kind of sucked this year. They've been so disappointing. I mean, it's 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 to Matt and Abby's point, and he also says overrated because it's, like, it's like blowout after blowout. I can yeah. count on one hand the amount of good close games I've seen in the postseason in the NBA this year. Yeah, no, they've been so. I think in a normal year. They're underrated. Yes. People sleep on how entertaining yes. the NBA playoffs can be. This year, they've been really disappointing. I'm hoping that turns around a little bit still. I know they haven't been really super close games in, uh, through two games of the finals. I still think it could be an interesting matchup. But yeah, this year, so far, overrated. Weirdly, I think the first round was the most exciting. I think that's probably true. Which is not usual. No. Um, okay, up next, Dave Mango Salsa. You know what? Underrated. Strongly disagree. Really? Extre- extremely I, oh. overrated. Not a mango salsa guy. I, Not a mango salsa guy. I mean, to me, it's it's very tasty. I don't like regular salsa, but I love mango salsa. See, I would, I much, much prefer regular salsa. Really? So you're so not like, big on mango on food and stuff? I don't mind mango, and I like oh, salsa, okay. but mango salsa, I don't know. It's just not doing it for me. But like, what do you have a mango, what would you put mango salsa on that would really do it for you? I mean, just like the regular stuff you would put salsa on, but it just has mangoes in it. No. Yeah. Regular <laughs> salsa stuff. I don't like sweet 
food like getting in the way of my savory food. Oh, wow. you know what I mean? Wow, I, I, like you know, like put. I, it's just it's not a thing I'm a fan. Very of. So rigid, keep, aren't keep you? the mangoes out of my salsa. I didn't know Jamie was gonna have such hard, strong very, food takes. Very, you saw the mango salsa well, in the rundown. You're I, like, no, <laughs> like, oh no. man, I am coming for it. Well, I remember last time I was on the show and we did overrated, underrated. Everyone got mad at me because I said the Costco hot dogs are overrated. Oh, yeah, yeah. So oh. we'll see if I have it as controversial a take this time. It seems uh, the mango salsa crowd is not quite as invested <laughs> no, as no. the Costco hot dog crowd. Uh, Info kid, donairs. Oh, dude. Okay. Um, I love donairs. When I went to Toronto a few times this year, like I made a I made a point of trying different donair stops in Toronto. Like you know, every day I try a different place for lunch or a late dinner, depending on. It. But anyway, <laughs> my point being, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make here is, donairs are excellent, but I'm not a fan of the basic donair with a pita. Like okay. I like the donair that. Well, you have to grill the pita somehow, at least. Okay. The ones that make their own homemade bread, for instance. You go to a donair place that makes his own bread, and they can heat, make it nice and crispy. I'm talking that that's that's like a life changing donair. I'm I, telling you, like, if you go to Europe, go to if you're in Germany, have German turkey donairs. I'm telling you, they're life changing. I'm gonna go with underrated on donairs because I love donairs, but. I think like I even personally underrate them because I never think to have them. I never go out of my way to get them, but I should. Yes, because they're delicious. They're fantastic. So I I gotta say underrated. That's what I was gonna say. Is I'm I'll I'll think of like twenty other things that I want to eat before donair. But every time I think of donair, I'm like, oh, what a great idea. Exactly. I mean, they are. But I've had too many. I've and I think I've just been. um, I've gotten to the point. You you have high standards for your donair. Is what you're saying. That's that's what's happened. I've been spoiled. Uh, Colton breakfast. Just oh, as a as a meal, I guess. I mean, it's it's the best meal. There's no meal better than breakfast. Yeah, overrated. Wow, it is not Josh. the most important wow. meal of the day. I, you know yes, what? Yes, it is. It's important. It's it's kind of important. You know what? I've been eating cereal for the last like three months, and I'm I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> way to set a high bar. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't died. I, I am still here, <laughs> still healthy. I feel great. Get up every morning. <laughs> set the bar a little bit lower. Why don't you? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, it, to me, it's probably properly rated. Like, I think on a, the day-to-day grind of breakfast can get a little annoying. Like, as you said, you just default yeah. to cereal or whatever. Like, I, I usually get a bagel in the morning. But if you go, you know, when you kind of treat yourself to the really deluxe breakfast, that's pretty good. Yeah, so, I, mean, I don't know. I go, I mean, you guys know me and my breakfast. I mean, I, I do the traditional breakfast, usually my traditional breakfast, which is at least two eggs, sometimes three or four, depending on my wow, workout right. in the morning. Yeah. Um, Half an avocado, uh-huh. tomatoes, and then I, I alternate the different types of bread. And now I'm on a big kick of doing like cocktail sausages. Uh-huh. And then I have that on the side with it too. See, very tasty. <laughs> I think I need to get into like, because A, I'm just, I, I'm not a morning person, so I just don't have the energy to make something. Yeah. But I think I need to get into like, I'm a big breakfast wrap guy. Oh, breakfast wrap. So if good. I could just figure out one that's semi easy to make. You know what? I got one for you okay. that's easy to make. Okay. Uh, all you got to do is some potatoes. Yeah. You can uh, boil them for, for a little bit and then dice them up and you can grill them. And then you throw the eggs Whoa, on top of it. That was like three steps. Yeah. <laughs> I, might be, I might be out. <laughs> no, it's super easy. Just potatoes. Anyways, yeah. just potatoes, um, potatoes, some salsa, uh-huh. some cheese. Get some chorizo, like yeah. get some uh, sliced chorizo, 
and then put that on top of it. And some eggs. And some eggs. And then mix it on together. And trust me, that is an easy burrito to make. And it's, and it's That delicious. sounds like a lot of work in the morning. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. That sounds very like good. a prep the night before. No, it's, it's very easy to do. I'm telling you. Right. As long as you make the potatoes ahead of time, you're good. I'll throw... You know what? I got an air fryer. I'll throw the potatoes <laughs> in the like, air fryer. Yeah, I don't like... Know? full-on cooking in the morning on a on a work day it's too much i and don't have the energy or like the mental egg. wherewithal it doesn't take long to make eggs I, i'm like throw something in the toaster or cereal that's all i have the the mental capacity to do in the morning it's not even like i'm fine with making it it's the dishes after that i'm like oh yeah and i gotta do dishes uh okay next is patrick fried chicken and patrick said overrated yeah uh for me too I'm not a big. Somebody asked me about Jollibee, whatever it's. I haven't tried it yes. yet. I do want to yes. try it, but I have a feeling that it's going to be fried chicken. There's one yeah, <laughs> there's new one location one opening near us. I know. It's I'm, very I'm gonna, exciting. I'm going to try it out, and I'm and I'm sure it's tasty and it's good. I'm just not personally heavily invested in fried chicken. I I'm going to go with underrated. I had fried chicken takeout from KFC the other day for the first time in like years and years and years, and it it uh, it hit a sweet spot. I'm not going to lie. It, it's a pretty good treat when you're in the mood. Yeah. So I'm going to go underrated. I'm going to say overrated, but Popeyes chicken specifically really really good. You're a big Popeyes Popeyes guy. chicken, but. As far as Jollibee goes, so yeah, we're getting one like down the street from us here, but also at my house, Ooh. they're putting one in down the street. Not, wow. not in my house. Yeah, I was going to say. Where wow. I live, they're putting one down the street. Could you imagine and they so- put it into like a condo just three <laughs> down from you? <laughs> you got a bus to get up to the fourth floor? Yeah. So you're going to be a Jollibee expert is well, what you're that, saying the very thing soon. Is, like, I hope it's good because there's going to be too close to me. Huh? Up next, this Count Dracula. Going to a drive-in to watch three movies. <laughs> this is so so specific. <laughs> I can't say I've ever done that before. Well, drive-in so movies? the drive-in in Langley, I believe, when you pay for your ticket, you can watch like they play three. Three, movies. yeah, yeah, like so, in a row, in a row. Yeah, back I've back done a back. I've done a double feature at a drive-in. I enjoyed that. Three, I think, is pushing it. Yeah, that's I'm, getting a little much. <laughs> I need to take a nap at some <laughs> yeah. point. At I'm going to go with overrated there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that whole experience. I, I've never been to a drive-in movie. It was fun. Good. I did it. It was fun. Been. I think, I to, think we tried to go once and then didn't go. You need to go when it's like a... You can't just go in a car. You have to have like something where you can sit in the trunk. Wait, you can't? Oh, no, okay, you can, just, you can that's, go that's, in a car. Can you bring lawn chairs? It, yeah, it, yeah. It can be perfectly fine in a car. So well, how do no, you... You can go in a car. You can go in a car. Can you just walk up with lawn chairs? Or is it like a drive through You have to have a car to get in. I think it depends on the place. Okay. You can go to some, like, I know there's some, maybe at Stanley Park somewhere like that, where they just have a, it's no cars. Right. It's just, that. that's not a drive-in, though. That's just a, that's movie, just a movie in the park. Yeah. <laughs> an, an outdoor movie. <laughs> outdoor you're movie. right. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, J-Woo, the seawall, overrated or underrated? Uh, it's, it's underrated for 10 months of the year. Overrated for two months of the year. <laughs> You're July, right. July and August. It's no. It's 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 a horrible experience. You're right. You gotta that. you gotta use the seawall all year round. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's I I think we get a little blase to it, but we don't realize how fantastic it is. Unless except Earth, maybe who's constantly yeah. tweeting about it. But, but I think for everyone else, it's underrated. Uh, Wes summer as a season. And I, I think uh, in the follow-up to the tweet, it was, yeah, you get your vacation time, summer weather, everything, but also there's a lack of sports for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. We were, we were talking a bit about 
sports that we watched through during the year before the show began. Yeah. And yeah, Josh is a is a new Denver Nuggets fan, but throughout the year, you were saying that how many games do you watch this year? Maybe like five to ten. Yeah, and, and listen, I'm I'm a, I'm a Lakers fan, and I used to watch almost every game. This year, I'm watching maybe 25, 30 of the regular season games. It's hard to do, especially when you know they're yeah. in the hockey year. But no matter what, they're good or they're bad. I watch like a, over a hundred Jays games yeah. every year. Because that's what's on in the summer. There are Jays games on every day. So I watch a lot of Jays games no matter what in the summer. To your point, not a lot of sports on. I'm going to say, I know, I think Bick, this was a couple months ago maybe, was on a big anti-summer rant uh, on the People Show about how it was the worst season. And I I strongly disagree. Like, I I know, say, sometimes it gets too hot. And with the forest fires we've had, obviously that's really tough. But just in general, a, a nice, comfortably warm summer day. You're, you know, it's nice to be out, get drinks on the patio, whatever it is. It's fantastic. So I'm going to say underrated. What's the What's the most overrated season? Ooh, Probably I mean, spring. I, I would say spring. <sighs> spring. When this year, spring has just been rain. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, like I, in, from a Vancouver perspective, spring is just like slightly warmer winter. Yeah, really? I mean, yeah, from Vancouver's yeah. winter, I mean, on, on the sliding scale of Vancouver climate, right? I mean, summer, I used to used to be summer for me because the summer was always relatively mild and it was nice. But now with all the forest fires half the time. Yeah. Like even like last summer it was too hot, number one. It was dangerous. And then there's you know, so much smoke all the time. Like you can't really enjoy it when you're out like you know, that coughing is up a lung. That is tough. So may, I don't know. With, with that context maybe, but I, I'm still, uh, I, I still ride for summer. Yeah. Spring is, spring is like a worse fall. Yes. Um, Stephanie, the Sky Train overrated or underrated? Uh, I mean, I think the Canada line is very underrated. I use it every day. Love the Canada line. Canada lines, honestly, I'd rather take the Canada line if I can than drive. I I would say in general, the SkyTrain is underrated. SkyTrain's great. Yeah. It, like, look, there's always going to be things that annoy you about it. But uh, look, if you want to fold the Canada line into it, it's fantastic. It's it's yeah. great. For me, it's super convenient um, as well. And it's just it's just easy to get it, especially because we, we're in Vancouver all the time. Yeah, I live in Vancouver and we work in Vancouver. Trying to drive around in Vancouver is a nightmare. Yeah, especially downtown. Absolute nightmare. And with gas prices and everything. And and where we are now, like with Broadway is all torn up, oh, right? And like, it, yeah. it takes me longer to drive from home here than it would take me to take transit. Definitely. I've uh, I've had to take the train more from Surrey, so taking the Expo line. I will say SkyTrain's underrated, but then when you got to take the bus after a SkyTrain, if yeah. you do connections, then yes, that's it's tough. Strictly, and I know, I mean, I haven't been on the Millennium line or the the SkyTrain, the Expo Expo line yeah. in a while, so I don't, I can't comment on those. But big thumbs up, underrated. The Canada gap line. between the train and the bus is massive. Yes. You know what I mean? If like I the, had to like transfer yeah. trains, I'd I'd be okay with yes. that. Yes. But yeah. transferring to a bus, I'm like, oh man. And, and then I get like car sick on it. Oh, you get car sick in buses? Do you have to sit in the front? No, buses? I just gotta like sit near a window. Okay. It's so look just out. gotta be cool. Um another one here, canned salmon. Oh, and I, I uh I mean how no, that's a no for me. Really? Uh, over, I like canned. I like canned fish. I mean, canned tuna, tuna, canned tuna, salmon. Tuna's fine. I, I don't. I'm not, I can't say I'm a big uh, canned salmon. I'm gonna guy. say underrated. I think you can do lots of. You can do lots of good things. I do like a tuna sandwich. Yeah. You know, make a. Some you can mayo. make like a. You can make like a salmon dip. Uh, like a mayo mm. and salmon dip. I, I think. I like fish. I like fish a lot. I'm a big seafood person. I'm not a big on canned. Salmon or smoked salmon and stuff like that. I'm pretty meh on seafood, but I'm definitely not going to have canned seafood. 
Like if I if I want to make sure I like it, it is going to be fresh. Uh, up next, soapy, overrated, underrated. Seven Eleven pump cheese. Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say overrated. Yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> I'm that's gonna like... say underrated because <laughs> what do, what are you expecting from it's it? It's plastic essentially, yeah, but it, it's got cheese flavor. That's all I want. <laughs> it's Seven like Eleven pump cheese. Pump cheese. <laughs> Just the name. Whoa. Pump cheese. <laughs> Just going to go over and pump some cheese here. Uh, and finally, overrated, underrated, hot sauce. Well, I mean, I can't handle spicy food very well, but I do enjoy hot sauce. I, I think I think hot sauce is actually very overrated. People get way too into it and are obsessed with it, and a lot of time all they're doing is killing the flavor by adding all of this insane hot yeah, sauce to it. Yeah, it's true. And people, like, they, they, people just make way too big a deal out of it. It depends. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, like, I get just, over it. I can't handle too much of it. So, I mean, I can't even, like, I mean, you know the green habanero hot sauce? Yeah. That probably would kill me. Yeah, I'm, like, to be fair, I'm not a big spice guy either, so maybe I shouldn't be weighing in on this, but some people are just way too obsessed with hot sauce. Like, there are other condiments out there, you know what I mean? I like some spice, but I'll usually, like, default to sriracha, and I'll have that in place of, like, ketchup sometimes, but mm. aside from that... Something. But don't you think some people are way too into oh, sriracha? Oh, yeah. No, like my stepdad has like a cabinet yeah. full of hot sauce. Put him on blast, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Drag him. <'em. laughs> uh, but also, when you know someone that's super into hot sauces, any gift you need to get for them is super easy. Because you're just like, here's a hot sauce. Here's some hot sauce. Yeah. Uh, actually, sorry. So last one. Uh, Stranger Things, overrated or underrated? Ooh, uh, I haven't. So... I really enjoyed the first few seasons. I haven't really watched the season yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I don't know. I'd say probably properly rated. I think proper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is frustrating because I've been doing the split shift all week, and I sat down in the prep room to try to watch the new seasons of Stranger Things, but Netflix is blocked here. At the- what? <laughs> Netflix is blocked? Yeah. Wow. So I wasn't even able Netflix? to do it. I'm like, it's come on. Here. It is tough out here. <laughs> They're like, we're not going to let you guys yeah. watch movies on the job. Let me tell you, you can watch TikToks. Yeah, you, you want to watch Netflix? Though? It is kind of arbitrary. Like Disney Plus is not blocked, but Netflix, but Netflix is. is. So yeah. I don't know. What do you, do you think? People are going to Netflix and chill at work or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, hey, we can't have this in the office. We have Netflix. Next thing you know, people are cuddling and sitting in a corner watching a movie. You can't have that. Yeah, that's what happens anytime <laughs> me and my buds sit down <laughs> to watch Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, but new season, I will say, is probably my favorite. Yeah, before. is oh. it okay? Is it good? Um, Should yeah. I watch it then? I I'd say it's like a good mix of like season one was like kind of dark, right? Yeah. Uh so it's a good mix of that and then like season three, which was a little more lighthearted. They figured out the balance. Did okay. And right. It was really good. I'm excited then. I'm gonna watch that after the NBA finals tonight. Maybe. Uh, we have a lot of reaction on the text inbox. Uh, we were talking about um, drive-in movies. Yes. A lot of uh, a lot of breakfast recipes. A lot of as breakfast well. ones too. A uh, rager says, "Anyone still at a drive-in movie by the third movie? Ain't there for the movie anymore." <laughs> uh, a lot of breakfast suggestions. Yeah, I'm people people are fired up. Man, I did like the person who said uh, who commented on your easy breakfast recipe, <laughs> saying, "Yeah, spoken like a guy who doesn't start work until two p.m. in the afternoon." And my reply to him was, "Actually, I start working for." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is zero chance Sad is in the office at 2 p.m. <laughs> zero chance. Unless there's a mandatory meeting. Yeah. <laughs> or the boss is in town. 
Sometimes it's like we start the show at four and it's like three fifty. Yeah. Like, oh man, <laughs> like, is let's that see. Be here? Let's see. Hey, have I ever missed the show? Haven't missed one yet. Haven't missed one yet. Yes. No. I remember. I, wa- I want to see you push it one day and just walk in <laughs> as like Riccio's doing the interview. Yeah. Oh, I did that once uh, on the playbook. This is like three years. Yes. Oh, man, I can't believe it's been four years ago now. Um, I had to do something for work. Like I had to be, I had to shoot something and I had to come back for work. And I was like, okay, um, I may not be there to start the segment, but you start if I don't, I'll make, make it there in the first segment. I walked in as an intro hit. I got in, put my headphones on, and as the intro s- stopped, I was on. There it. you go. Clutch. Clutch. It worked out. Even that day, I still made it. All right. Thanks for all the submissions. We always have a, a lot of fun uh, on Overrated, Underrated. We look forward to doing it every single week, and we have a lot of fun doing it today. And coming up next, well, we're going to delve back into the National Hockey League playoffs, and especially the team that has already punched this ticket to the Stanley Cup final, and that is the Colorado Avalanche. A.J. Heffley is coming up to discuss everything apps right here on Canuck Central.